Yo, today's QOD is I Just Dream. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got the late, great Kobe Bryant on the show, and he kind of picks up where Lisa Nichols left off yesterday because he's talking about having a big dream. Because when you have a big dream, you have to be willing to let go of a lot of old limiting beliefs. And Kobe's going to share how he used his imagination to stretch his belief in what's possible. He's also going to talk about his personal philosophy. Because like Jim Rohn says, we all need to have and we all need to follow our own personal philosophy. Here's Kobe. Let's dive into your, your mindset because I really think that you have so many things that translate beyond sports. Um, when we talk about mindset and beliefs, we talk about limiting beliefs as sort of being the ceiling of your potential. Um, you know, how you think about yourself, whether positively or negatively, that's probably what your potential is. How do you stretch your beliefs and make sure you are continually, continually pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone and your capabilities? I just dream. I dream. I have dreams, and you know, dreams is uh, they should be pure. I, I think a lot of times, you know, when we're born into this world, we actually wind up going backwards. And it seems like the more we mature, uh, the more responsible our dreams become. And the more governors we put on ourselves and our ability to dream and to reimagine. And it's always a fight for us parents and, you know, and for you guys to make sure that your dreams always stay pure. And so it's not a matter of, of, um, of pushing beyond your limitations or expectations. It's really a matter of protecting your dreams, protecting your imagination. That's really the key. And when you do that, then the world just seems limitless. And when you, when you set your dreams, a lot of times, especially in business and entrepreneurship, you, you have a big vision, and people will instantly start asking you how you'll do it. And so what we tell people is like, you know, don't get caught up with the how, because if you know every step to accomplish your dream, you haven't really dreamed big enough. Yeah. You shouldn't know every step of the way. And you'll, you're, you'll have a tendency to walk it back. And so I would say, yeah, be unrealistic in your dreams as well. well let's talk about one game in particular. We're not going to cover basketball highlights because we'd be here for months. Uh, <laughs> But let's talk about one game and how that sort of shatters the notion of what some people might think is possible. In 2006 against the Toronto Raptors, you scored 81 points, which is second only to Wilt Chamberlain's 100 points. No one has really come close to your total since. Uh, people have been in the 60s, including you. Um, you went 28 of 46 shooting, 18, to 20, 18 of 20 free throws, uh, you scored 55 in the second half and 28 of your team's final 31 points. There, there's the scorebook above us that shows the, the scorebook. And the answer to the trivia question, who was the second leading scorer of that game is? I have no Smush idea. Parker. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, what do you have, four? He had, yeah, he had 13. He had 13. But it, 
it was something that if you w were watching it, it just kept building. Uh, now you know why I had to score 81. <laughs> Tough days, man. That was tough. If you, if you do look up at that lineup, you do understand it. See, that's, you know, I'm not even going to. But at, at the time, at the time, uh, the owner of the Lakers, Jerry Buss, said it was like watching a miracle happen. And for those of us who watched it on TV or were there, it really was one of those things you just couldn't believe was possible. Did you, you know, during the game, did you have to sort of like reset your beliefs? I know Lamar Odom was saying, you can't get 60, right. you can't get 70. Or did you just let it flow and whatever happened, happened? Or were you really, like, gunning for numbers? No, I, you know, I always dreamed as a kid that, you know, it was possible to score 80 or 90 or 100. I always just, like, you know, had a dream. You know, like, sometimes you lay down in bed and you visualize things. And you just kind of, you know, just, you know, that's, how, that's at least how I would go to sleep. I'd lay down and I'd imagine playing for the Lakers. And I'd imagine what the uniforms look like. I'd imagine where we'd be playing. And you know, the smell of the arena and all sort of stuff. And I would see myself, you know, getting hot, you know, and you know, score 10 straight points. And then, but in a dream, like, why would you ever interrupt that? Like, you're not gonna have a dream and be like, okay, and then he misses his next six, like, it's not gonna happen. So you just keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. And before I go to sleep, I'm like at 120 points, you know? <laughs> and, so, and so when you grow up, downloading that into your brain over and over and over, and then, you know, that summer, I made a thousand shots a day. A thousand, right? That's on top of weight training and my conditioning. I made a thousand shots, and they weren't just shots. It were shots that you saw in that game. They were specific shots. I mean, it was coming out of the corner, going to the pinch post, footwork in the post, coming off the screen. It was very specific. So when you download that into your system and you go out in the, on the, in the court and you're just executing things that you've done thousands of times before and you have that dream, then that becomes possible. Yeah, everything's been, not choreographed, but it's been practiced so many times that it's, it's second just, nature. There's, there's, why reinvent it? Like, I, I don't understand that. You go out and play the game, and you're just trying to create something new. No, no, this is what I do. This is what I do extremely well. You're going to have to stop me from doing that. And if you do stop me from doing that, I have a counter to that. Done. <laughs> you know, years later, you, uh, you watched a replay of that game, and you live tweeted what you were thinking, and I thought that the the students would like to see some of your tweets from watching like that game. I don't remember what the hell so I said. So this is awesome. <laughs> so it says, "Watching the game now, I missed easy shots. I could have had a hundred. Down fourteen. I'm heating up. At this point, I wouldn't pass a kidney stone. And then lastly, damn, I should have been a comedian, man. What the hell? And then lastly." I knew I should have got a fresh haircut for this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but missing two free throws is kind of ridiculous, though. <laughs> like, you make all those shots and you miss two free throws, you know, it's just kind of silly. It happens. It yeah. happens. Let's, let's talk about mindset and philosophy, because we tell students that it's very important that you have a personal philosophy. In your basketball career, did you have an articulated competitive philosophy, something short that meant something to you that really stood for what you, what you played? Um, my philosophy was a very simple one. I, um, and this is where I think film plays a big part of my life. I, I, you know, Rudy was one of my favorite films growing up. Right? And 
If, if you guys haven't seen Rudy, I suggest you go, you, you watch Rudy. The reason why is a tepid, it's Notre it's Dame. It's, it's Notre Dame, it's, so it's we a, don't get guys, crazy about you, that. You know, you, you, I think the USC football program has done okay over the years. <laughs> so, you know, it's, um, but after watching that film, I come to understand if I could work that hard every day, um, with the, being blessed with the physical tools that I have, um, what would my career be? And I made a promise to myself from that day that I was gonna work that hard every single day so that when I do retire, I have no regrets. And that was the most important thing for me is to leave no stone unturned, get better every single day. And if I live that way, then over time, you know, I'd have something that was beautiful. But that was my philosophy. It seems like a pretty simple one, but you know, if you live your life to just get better every single day and do that for 20 years, I mean, what do you have? All right, that was Kobe Bryant. If you want to watch today's entire talk, you'll find it on YouTube. It's called Kobe Bryant Mamba Mentality USC Performance Science Institute. That's it for me. Don't forget, last day to sign up for my book club. Sign up for the Rich Lit Society at richlitsociety.com. We are reading The Go-Giver, the first three chapters of that book, and we discuss them tomorrow. That's Wednesday, April 1st, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to do it live online. Hope to see you there. I'm out. Peace. Peace.